and welcome back to 5-9 Gaming, your source for news and updates for everything gaming related. It's finally time for our favorite podcast, the Dokkan Battle Podcast, and we are here at episode 62 called Global Chaos. My name is Samlade and I can't even recall the last time when I was the MC for an episode, but I'm glad to be back. So, let me introduce today's guest. <laughs> Say hello to the homie Goresh. Hello. You published a very interesting uh, video a couple of days ago. Very interesting summoning video. So uh, yeah, yeah, I had a um, I had a really enjoyable time summoning for uh, yeah. Tech Kill and Khalifa on Global. Yeah. So guys, if you have like like fifty seconds or something, um, look up the video and and watch it. It's great. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, the truth's brother, Tystra, is back as well. And I believe it's the first time ever that I introduce him. So say hello. What is going on, my dudes? And uh, it's, it's great to be back on the podcast. It's been a couple weeks, so very excited with what's going on with Global and JP. Yeah, glad to have you on here, man. Thank you for your time. And last but not least, Five Nines Dokkan lead is here as well. Hello, Minato. Hello. Well, I just want to uh, take the... Uh, I don't even know what I, I can't speak. I just want to say in cabaret sucks. Hello. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him uh, today. But yeah, before we start, make sure to subscribe to Five Nine Gaming across all social media platforms. We provide a link tree so you can get quick access to all necessary links. You will find it in the description below in the YouTube video. So without further ado, let's begin with episode 62, Global Chaos. Okay, so yeah, Goresh translated the category a while ago and yeah, the Dokkan Fest androids are out and they are leading global chaos. So let's talk about them. Minato, unfortunately you haven't pulled them, but did you play with them? How are they? What's your opinion on them? So I use them like once or twice as a friend lead. I kind of toyed around with them in the Android Extreme Super Battle Road stage and it's literally just <laughs> their Ghost Usher ability is just so good. Being able to just delay an opponent's attack in one turn. Their nuking ability, I feel like, allows them to also heal a nice amount of HP. And they get sealed. They're just an extremely powerful super battery unit, I feel like. I personally love their design. Um, They're a very fun unit to use as well. They've been a Dokkan Fest that I've been waiting for quite some time for. And honestly, I'm not disappointed at all. I definitely like almost everything about them. I feel like the only thing about them that I don't necessarily like is their link set. Which, you know, you use them with the other androids, like the future androids, but none of them are really great right now. Um, but outside of that, they're a fun unit, and I definitely enjoy having fun with them. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, they are extreme tech, and usually when Akatsuki releases an extreme tech unit, they are pretty wonky, to say the least. But, uh, yeah, they, they did great work, and I think extreme tech might not be the worst typing anymore, thanks to them. So, um that's a big W in my book, especially because Extreme Tech is my favorite uh, typing, my favorite mono team. But yeah, let's talk about the banner real quick because the banner was pretty surprising in a positive way. Um, Super Vegeta is finally back. He's featured on the banner along with, of course, uh, 17 and 18. The new banner unit, 19 and 20. In Broly is on there. Android 13 is on there. So, Goresh, um, do you think this is a great banner? Is, is this is a must summon? Um, well, uh, given how close we are to the end of the year, I wouldn't say this is a must summon, but this is also mm -hmm. a banner where I would say that if you decide to go ahead and summon this banner, you're not dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, also, I've, I've also seen a lot of people uh, asking the question is, should I buy Super Vegeta with coins? Mm -hmm. Um, and I actually don't think it's a bad idea to, I, I know most people tend to, um, tend to say, save your coins for Dokkan Fest LRs because they come back less often. Um, but for me, the leader skill has so much value with the soup, with, with, uh, what Super Vegeta has, like the pure Saiyans, like the, you could run like 80% of the game under his leader skill. So if you don't have a single copy of the Vegeta and you want to go ahead and pick one up with red coins, it's like completely a smart decision. I think like it's not, it's, you're not, you're not an idiot for doing that. Yeah, right. I agree. I agree. And yeah, lots of people like, of course, every time a new Dokkan Fest exclusive comes out, it, the, it, that raises the question, is the new unit the best Dokkan Fest exclusive in the game? So Tystra, what do you think? Are the, and are the androids the best DFE unit in the game or is Super Vegeta the superior? I, I definitely would say personally for me, I think that tech Android 17 and 18 are in that conversation. 
you know, definitely with how good Super Vegeta is, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything bad about him yet. I haven't been able to get him. Uh, Cries and mm-hmm. JP free to play. Um, but I definitely think that the tech 17 and 18 are in that class because their ability is so strong when it comes to their passive. The fact that they're also a ghost usher right off the bat, they're so good for SBR. They nullify key super attacks when above 35%. Like, they just have so much going on for them that I can't say that they aren't in that conversation. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely there. I also compared them when they first came out to uh, physical GT Goku and, and uh, GT Vegeta because they do have a little bit of similarities with them. But honestly, I even feel that the that these guys blow them out of the water minus their links and all that. So I definitely would say they're in that conversation. It's just the nullification yeah. is so powerful in like a lot of this endgame content. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> being able to just nullify Keyblade Supers when you're above 35% HP is like not hard to be above that threshold. And even in the off chance that you do go below that threshold, you will still um what is it? I believe they do launch an additional super attack, which is pretty good. And as long as you heal up, um I believe you still are able to get the nullification if I'm not wrong, because it says directed at the character yeah, from the enemy. Yep. So yeah, I'm pretty sure if you heal up at the start of turn, you'll still reactivate that ability. So it's very, very powerful to be able to just do <laughs> just get rid of all those, which most of the super attacks seeing like in Super Battle Run, I feel like a lot of them at the very least are blast based. So it's almost at that sense you can kind of feel like invincible, which you know is very powerful a defensive tool. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I already saw and uh, yeah, I tested it out myself, but I saw some videos uh, in Extreme Tech ESPR and now you can pretty much no item the stage easily, uh, which is amazing because in the past this stage was pretty much the hardest out of the original ones. So um, yeah, amazing. We talked about Gorish summoning video briefly and yeah, I, want to, I wanted to keep it brief, but Gorish, uh, when they come to global, uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to rainbow them straight away or can we expect another for the uh, for the androids? Yes, right. Um I wouldn't be opposed to it. it depends it depends on what my luck would be. If I go like 3000 stones up like two copies, I'm not going to probably chase them. Mm. Um but I, I do like the design of this unit. You know what's funny is this unit is like Super Saiyan 3 Broly but like times 500, right? Cuz they're they're kind of <laughs> doing the same thing as Broly. They just want a lot of tech orbs, but they don't get lower defense and they are able to do like 500 million other things besides what Broly does. So it's like a modern version of that unit. Um, but I, I, I like the design. I mean, I think uh, the nullification is insanely powerful. The leader skill actually I think is pretty pretty good. I think people underrate that. Uh, the fact that we have uh, 170 across the board for future now on a unit that has a secondary category that's also in there as well. Um, so this unit will age well um, as a main rotation character or changer. Even honestly, even if um, this unit ends up not being a main rotation unit in like you know the far future at this point, they can still ch- uh, orb change as a floater. So they're not going to be like outdated very yes. fast. So I feel like they are definitely good. I, I'm not really that opposed to the design of this character. I feel like that's the, they're not boring. And um, yeah, I, I probably would go for the rainbow if I get decently lucky. Hmm. Yeah, one of the main criticism I heard was that. They don't have a solid partner on teams. Um, but yeah, as you said, you can run them as a floater because they change orbs and uh, they are self-sufficient, so they should be fine. They should be fine. So let's talk about the banner unit, the new banner unit, Android 19 and Dr. Giroux. Um Minado, they are really crazy. I think you do agree. Um, how strong are they compared to Hard Virus Goku and Third from Freezer? I mean, I would say they're definitely on par with that unit because, again, they're another support type unit for the Androids category team, which has been getting a lot of help recently with, like, EZA21, this new Dokkan Fest. Um, you know, eventually we're going to get those EZAs for the uh, ban- the banner units, I believe the AGL-17 and the Int Hellfighter-17. So there's a lot of Android stuff coming on, and especially with the uh, superhero movie coming up soon, you know, definitely the Androids team is being a... Su- three team 40 percent support type unit for that team is very powerful 
And they have a similar ability to the Dokkan Fest tech androids, however, instead of just nullifying the key-based super attacks, they absorb it and recover HP based off of it, which is an insane ability, because it's not like it's not a chance or anything, as long as it's a key blast super attack, uh, they absorb it and they heal you 39% um, of that mm -hmm. damage that they would have usually taken, which is quite powerful. Um, they also recover HP on their super attack effects, and they get a lot. Um, you know, they get a lot of starter turn attack and defense. They get some on their super attack effect and on their passive. There's just a lot that this unit is doing, and I'm very glad that they made them very powerful because they're only on a handful of category teams. And even for the Android team, I feel like their link set is pretty solid. Like Android Assault, Nightmare, you know, Fear and Faith. Those are pretty solid links on those villain teams. So. Overall, I'm very satisfied with this unit. I can't really point out a true thing about the unit. I'm like, oh, they did this bad or did this terrible. I think they really knocked out of the park with this guy. Yeah, my favorite part yeah. about them is that they absorb key-based supers, just like LR Super 17. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like absolutely insane. Like Super 17 should have gotten this ability, but I personally have to say that Super 17 got like shadow buffed a little bit due to the release of the new android 17 18 and uh, 19 and 20 uh, i i enjoy using him on on this team as but of course not on gt bosses or something <laughs> yeah the best gt bosses leader because he's the only yeah. one <laughs> well, what <laughs> yeah. about our shadow dragons don't they don't they lead that oh you're right my bad okay they're the True. second best uh leader for that team well on global huh when are you going to get this unit? Like in 2025? I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's maybe a little bit too, a year or two too early, actually. <laughs> apparently, so, they, uh, apparently it's like a battlefield behind at this point for some reason from what I heard, which is crazy. I, I don't know what they're Dude, waiting I, for. I have, every, I have every battlefield LR rainbowed and I have like 1.4 million points or something. Yeah. Tystra, any last words about 1920 and 1718? Are you hyped? Uh, personally, for me, I like them as a as a banding unit. They're really, really good. But the only thing that I could even critique, and it's not even really that big of a critique, it's just something in general. I would have liked to see it as a fifty percent of the damage as HP, um, or so, something along the lines of with. Or sorry, I'm misreading my notes. I would have much rather had the uh, seize enemy supers when HP is 50% or lower instead of 39% or lower. Um, I don't like being under 40% HP personally. So it, having it at 39 kind of scares me, but it's still a really good unit. It's definitely top tier for banner units. Yeah. Yeah, now that you mentioned the the, the mechanic, the super tech foreseeing mechanic, now I'm getting like Gorge flashbacks where he did a tweet like years ago when Super Vegeta, a Super Vegito got his easy aim. He, he like posted a gif of like a dude trying to throw a fish in the water but he missed uh, <laughs> it, it it feels similar um with with this unit because like 39 percent it's it's not that high and yeah but anyway let's move on to the next topic we are done with the dokkan fest androids let's talk about super battle road so um yeah minato you are a fan of super battle road you are trying those no item runs yourself and we Again, got a new stage, joint forces. So what's your opinion? Is that hard or difficult? Uh, is that easy or difficult? Um, what teams did you use? Just just tell us. I mean, the, the joint forces stage, I wouldn't say it's definitely difficult. It can catch you off guard, especially if we're trying to do a Noah Adam run. Um, but the first time I went through it, really, I kind of just I brought a Goku and Frieza team, double Goku and Frieza, and I pretty much destroyed it using items. Um, in regards to like, if you like no item runs, I use double STR Vegito and just a battle with Buu Saga team. I mean, there's the Joe Forces team has gotten so powerful recently. And I feel like there's a lot of like options and team builds you could run. Um, there's multiple different leaders you could use, even if they're not like an actual Joe Forces leader. Like again, I ran double STR Vegito for my no item run of it. Um, it's a fun stage for sure. And you know, there's a lot actually, uh, like in the second fight, there's pure sane enemies and the third fight, there's pure sane and universe survival saga enemies so they didn't restrict you really from or they didn't restrict lrk on khalifa for example so they kind of also uh they do things at that stage that are unspeakable <laughs> they just really uh destroy that stage for sure so i don't know it, it's it's a fun stage for sure mm -hmm. 
So, Gorish, what, what are your thoughts about this system that, like, JP is getting one stage every month? Uh, are you looking forward to that on Global? Yeah, I actually like that that structure a lot better than them just, like, giving us, like, an eight-month period of nothing. And then all of a sudden they give us, like, ten stages because mm. it just spreads out the content more. And honestly, that's something that I feel like they've done a pretty poor job of, not just in related, not just related to Super Battle Road, but just in events in general. Like on Global recently, we had this, you know, Tech Gogeta celebration, and then they didn't really release anything for like two weeks. And then we had like an explosion of EZAs come out. We had like 20 EZAs released in like the span of like a week. And um, it's like they could have, you know, you could have spread this out over the course of the past three weeks, but instead you just jam pack it into like a period of like five days. So I feel like even not even just related to Super Battle Road stages, it's just they need to get better with their pacing. And I feel like this is step one towards that, just, just better pacing overall. Instead of releasing everything all at once, you sort of spread it out over the course of a long period of time. And so I, I do like this a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, I do agree. Okay, uh, so yeah, with that said, let's move on to the next topic. And yeah, as you saw on the JP News, the Ella Androids from the Friends Point banner are getting an easy ace, so I finally have a reason to finish this unit. Um, as you guys might know, I'm one of the laziest token players around, so I took my time with them. But uh, yeah, Tystra, what are your expectations on this unit? What do you want to see? Yeah. So, so for me personally, um, I know that we just got it with the Tech 17 and 18, but I would definitely like to see nullifying energy supers just to keep on uh, poking and prodding the Tech Super 17 not getting that ability. Um, I think it's wonderful, and it's a fun little thing. I, I would actually like to see a lot more of these Android units have those to give Androids a reason to be that upper echelon team, especially with these new releases. So maybe something along those lines. Um, maybe even like some sort of uh, increased defense upon being attacked. Because uh, it always seemed like in the movie, like they were always one step ahead of future Gohan. So kind of seeing them get like if they got hit, they would just kind of look at him and then it just they'd seem indestructible. So I'd like to see something about their attack and defense being increased upon getting hit multiple times, maybe a stack upwards to like, you know, 60 to 80 percent. But, you know, those would be the two things I would I would actually like to see them have just to give them that reason to be used in those Android teams. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, like in the past, we are getting some sort of campaign. We had that with the LR Prime Battle Trunks, with the Great Saiyan in 1 and 2, uh, and the other LR. So, Minato, what do you think? I, I <laughs> This is some sort of a meme in Dokkan, but I guess we have to rainbow a couple of STR units again, huh? I mean, maybe. <laughs> uh, do we know exactly which units? They haven't listed no, which units. Not yet, yet, no. no, no yeah, no, no. so... But um, what do you think will happen? What so. do I think will happen? I think they're just gonna... I'm not sure because they they haven't really brought out like too many free to play EZAs recently and things like that. I mean, they haven't like stated that any um specific units are going to be up. What I think could happen is since we have the uh Dragon Ball Super uh the Goku Black event and just the normal Future Saga events, maybe we can get an awakening for that like uh the Rage Trunks, the SGR mm -hmm. Rage Trunks, that free to play version, that free to play Future Gohan. We get an awakening in EZA. Then maybe we have to use like that Int Trunk um in the in the event and maybe they'll bring like two more free-to-play units by the time that you know, the ninth comes which is in a few days at this point in regards to which team we have to use uh, i feel like those units are very very likely because of the only units that are up currently to farm um outside of the whole version z having every event up uh in terms of what's actually in the celebration info itself but I think the LR Androids could be pretty good. I hope that they are going to be pretty good because, again, the Androids team definitely would like as much help as possible. And this is one of the oldest LRs in the game. This is the second LR that released. They came right. out in, like, 2016, yep. right? This <laughs> was very, very yep. long time ago. You know, the interesting thing about the uh, AGL LR Androids is they actually don't link up that well with the new tech Androids. I think they only shared two links. So, I... I mean, I saw a lot of people saying that it would be cool if they changed orbs to rainbow other than tech orbs, because then you sort of have like a rotation of the two, you know, the, the tech androids next to the AGL androids. One of them's changing orbs to tech, one of them's changing orbs to rainbow that's not tech. And then you just feed all the orbs to the tech androids. But I don't I don't even know if you want to run them together. I mean, we'll have to see what they do with them, but it, it's not like a all-star rotation of those two on the same rotation. Yeah, because 
it's like they have they have this uh lr android they have like uh innocence infinite energy legendary power and their dokkan fest has like android assault organic upgrade kind of different links so I don't, I don't know. I feel like I agree with you. They should have made them have more similar links if they design them to be more working together, like, you know, give them rainbow orb changing, for example. Yeah. And so for that reason, what I would want to see out of the AGLR Android EZA is just it's just more of a floating toolkit. Like maybe in slot three, they gain like a high chance to dodge and stuff like that. Like that, that would probably be what I would want to see. That'd be cool for sure. I'd agree. Okay, perfect. So we got everyone's opinion on the AGLR Androids and JP players. I want to remind you to farm the potential orbs every day. The event is up, so farm your orbs, get your SCR orbs, because I'm always low on these medium SCR orbs. Same. I, I already <laughs> see I already see the rage trunks rage trunks, trunks sorry, <laughs> getting an easy A, the free-to-play one from the future saga events. So uh, yeah, don't miss a single day and get those orbs. Okay, uh, let's move on to global. Yeah, the tech Kale and Khalifa banners, obviously all, we, we talked about this a little bit and we got discounts and yeah, a guaranteed feature at SSR at the end. And uh, yeah, Gorish, have you even finished the, your whole cycle? I did finish it. I actually got um, Kaba of uh, my guaranteed featured unit, I'm sorry which is good because I just, I just wanted to get one of each, right? So I, I'm done. <laughs> well, it's like the, <laughs> like the fastest banner I've ever summoned on. It's like 90 stones or whatever it is to finish, or maybe it's a little bit less, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm done. I pulled one uh, Kalen Khalifa, one Kaba, and I'm out. <laughs> okay, so you stick to your word. That's good. Yep. So Kalen Khalifa, well, on the Five Nine Twitter, I asked you guys what could be the worst Dokkan Fest exclusive of, of 2021. And a lot of people said Kalen Khalifa. So Minato, what do you think? Uh, what are your thoughts on Kalen Khalifa? You used them, I, I know you pulled them, uh, I think pretty early on when you went into the banner. So um, yeah, tell us about your experience. I mean, I think they're pretty good. I think they're pretty good. Um, I would say that in regards to them being underrated, I definitely feel like they are an underrated unit. Now, yeah, in regards to how good they are as a Dokkan Fest, I feel like they're definitely on, if you're going to rate the Dokkan Fest for this year, I think they're a, like on the lower end, but just because they're a lower end Dokkan Fest of this year doesn't mean they're bad. I think that people really take that out of proportion. They're like, oh, you don't think this unit is as great as these other units in the year, so they're terrible, right? That's not true. All the units released this year are very, very powerful. Um, I just feel like they really want certain situations, and that's really the only disappointing thing. Uh, they're very, very, how do I explain it, situational. Yeah, right. I, I haven't pulled them, and I, I think I never used them, but uh, Tystra, did you have any luck with the banner? Yes, I actually pulled them off of my second multi, so I was super excited nice. about that. Um, but yeah, I, to me, like I'm kind of on the fence with them. I, they're, don't get me wrong, I love Kale and Khalifa. I think, they're, I think, honestly, they're wonderful characters for the series, and you know, if anybody hates them, then oh well, life sucks. But um, honestly, when it comes to this unit, I, I think they're underrated, but I also don't think that they're amazing in any way, shape, or form. Um, I do like the fact that they have the infinite attack and defense stacking on their super uh, pre-transformation and that they can, you know, attack again and get another super. So that's really cool. I just hate the fact that, you know, you have to wait till that sixth turn to transform. You have to... You know, when you do transform, you basically go from stacking attack and defense to just straight attack. Um, but yeah, both have defense or uh, both have benefits, but I I just can't see them being top tier. So I kind of would I wouldn't say they're the worst, but I would definitely agree that they are definitely not in the talks of best Dokkan Fest exclusive. Mm -hmm. So so what is the worst Dokkan Fest exclusive of 2021 so far? Ah. <sighs> Tech 18 and 17. No, um, no um, I don't know. There's, there's been a couple that I think. Uh, I'd, I'd honestly have to think about that. But they're definitely in that lower echelon. They're, I wouldn't say they're the worst for sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it's hard to. Yeah, it, it, it's fine. It's fine. Um, 
I know it's hard to answer because we got amazing Dokkanfest exclusive this year. Uh, some people in the chat are saying that uh, Kid Gohan is the worst. I do not agree with that. No, not uh, at all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, there, there is no easy answer to that. But yeah, we are talking about worst units of 2021 and <sighs> Minato, uh, you love this guy. I, I heard, like from Luka Dokkan, he tells me that every day that you love in Kaba. So tell us, why is he so, so great? <laughs> I love in Kabe. Um, he's very great because he's a unit that he does other things that I feel like a billion other units already do and fill that role. So I feel like he fills a role that's not even needed. He wants to be next to a Vegeta, but he doesn't work well with Vegetas. So like, you know, the Blue Evolution Vegeta, him and him and this Kabe share like two links. And he wants to be like right next to that Vegeta. And in some of his teams, like Universe 6, which could definitely use his help. Uh, without that Vegeta, I feel like, you know, he doesn't stack his defense. He doesn't get the extra attack. He just doesn't look as impressive. And, you know, like on these teams, you have like, you know, the free-to-play and EZA Kale, which is very powerful. Um, You have the physical free-to-play UI Goku, which are two free-to-play alternatives that I feel like feel similar to him in terms of when I use them all. So I just, I'm disappointed in how they really handled his design. I feel like as you use them more and more, you see like little holes you could poke into his kit. And honestly, just like going from third form Frieza to Kabe, then to Heart Virus Goku and Jero 19, it's kind of odd. I feel like I feel like both of these units were designed to have released earlier or were like designed way earlier in the year or something. So they're not as powerful. These other units that have been releasing around them is what I'm assuming may have happened. Mm. Yeah. When, when he came out on, on JP, like I asked, like, why is he so bad? And Goresh replied to my tweet actually. And he was saying that like people got too used to powerful units like football freezer, uh, football freezer, sorry, uh, third from freezer. So has your opinion changed Goresh or do you think that Inkawa is good? No, I don't think he's bad at all. I think he's, um, he's solid. I don't, I would definitely don't say, think he's on the same level as like third form Frieza or 19 and 20. I'm not saying that, um, but I don't think he's like tech piccolo. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, I mean, so Tech Piccolo is worse. I would agree. So. I think Tech Piccolo is worse now, <laughs> which okay. says a lot. That's, that's <laughs> unanimous. Cool. So let's stop downplaying those Universe 6 characters. Of course, this celebration has brought forward another great Universe 6 character. And yeah, Tech hits, like previously one of the worst Dokkan Fest exclusives ever in Dokkan Battle has gotten his easy and yeah a lot of people are saying like he is the best dokkan fest tor in dokkan and um yeah i'm i'm, I'm loving him so far so goresh what are your thoughts on tech hit now he's uh a very 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 powerful unit um i would say easily one of the best easy TORs in the game uh, they made him work exceptionally well with uh, the lr god goku and hit who i hope we will be getting soon on global otherwise i'm gonna lose my mind um, but yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's stunning. He's, his defense is, is very, very high with all the effects he's getting. Um, if the enemy is stunned when you attack with him, he's going to be doing like 7 million attack stats with effective against all types. His links actually aren't that bad, especially if you want to run him on like a turn of power team because he has a turn of power link, right? So, I mean, that in combination with um, all the other Universe 6 units that are actually pretty solid now. The only thing with him is on Global, again, we, it's really dependent on them releasing that LR God Goku and hit. And then also, for some reason, they decided to skip the uh, the Int, um, I think it's the Int Kale EZA area, for, for whatever reason. So they, he actually gets a decent amount of help from her as a floater on the team. So uh, I feel like we're missing a few of the uh, tools to make him look as good as he can be on Global right now, but hopefully we get them soon. So Tystrider, what do you think as a Global main? Uh, are you happy about Tech Hit? Um, yeah. By the oh. way, if if Talon ever hears that, like Ter Talon said in the past, that there is no way Akatsuki can ever make this guy good. He will always be Tech Shit. And now look at him. <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> it's it's so funny to see the glow up of this unit because I I, I just want to compare the whole fiasco with Tech Hit as towards the Super Saiyan Blue, Super Saiyan Vegito, the physical one. Like, before EZA, trash, in my opinion. 
Same with same with Hit. But ever since their Easy A, they became like top tier units of that meta. Uh, Physical Fujito is still good, like very good. And Tech Hit is just freaking phenomenal. The fact that the in my opinion, the one thing that he was really, really lacking was that defense and being able to take a hit. Now he could take a hit. He could take multiple hits. And his stun abilities are off the freaking wall. Like, there's, in my opinion, there's no way you could say that this unit is bad now, especially after the EZA. Right. Yeah, especially because of the leader skill. The leader skill is amazing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you run him with multiple supports on rotation due to his passive, uh, the way his stats are calculated, like, he can get a massive attack set. So, um, yeah, big numbers. So, yeah, Goresh briefly mentioned this, um, but, yeah, that's obviously another reason we called this episode Global Chaos. Uh, yeah, physical Kefler and the Easy A for Kale are not around on Global. So what, what is going on there, Minato? What, what, what's up with Global? I have no idea. <laughs> it just <laughs> doesn't make sense. <laughs> it really does not make sense. I don't know. Like, the celebration is... Maybe they're, I, I can't really think of a reason why they did that. Maybe they thought they pushed hit up and then they'll bring those units whenever God Goku and Hit comes out. But if God Goku and Hit does come out with the tech at EZA, then where are they? This, it doesn't make sense. Well, even here's the thing because they actually, like, Global can't win no matter what happens here because if they don't release tech God Goku or the uh, STR God Goku and Hit now then Tech Hit isn't going to have his best partner. Now, I'm not saying he's bad if you don't have him next to them because he's still really good. He just makes them... He, those, those, uh, that LR just makes hit to Tech Hit look really good. Um, but if they don't release him now... Or sorry, no, if they do release him now and Global is going to get that same time double rates LR banner as JP, then we're getting an LR and then like literally a week later they're getting another LR. So... so Again, they actually like no matter what they do on global, they've uh, you know the, you know the saying when you know in a show when like they they have themselves backed into a corner plot wise, they've literally written themselves into a corner and uh, with global schedule right now, they cannot get out with with like a good outcome. It's 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 impossible. No matter what they do, they they've lost. And it's all because they for some reason they want to keep these December celebrations tournament of power themes where they could have just released Super Vegeta right now and none of this would have happened. <laughs> they uh -huh. didn't have to push anything back, make any weird scheduling and stuff like that. Um, the I feel like it's bad that they pushed back this Extreme Z area for Kefla and the Intel specifically, even the Kabe and the Khalifla because. I feel like all four of those units really also help make the Dokkan Fest Tech Kale and Khalifa better. A lot better, in fact, especially the in Kale. So without those units help, helping support the Universe 6 team, rapid growth and stuff like that, it by default not only makes this new Dokkan Fest look worse, but makes hits, uh, you know, leader skill for Universe 6 and makes his team slightly worse as well and again if they also don't release that god goku and hit it just again hurts that tech hit so i i don't know what they're thinking with this scheduling um it really does not make sense to me at all I, mm. yeah and then if they do decide to not release god goku and hit now then we have two lr banners in limbo which has never happened before ever and then on top of that we have like these these parts of these celebrations that they've just seemingly omitted for no reason, right? For example, like the, the extremes through battle road stages, where are those? Now we have the uh, extremes the area for like the free to play universe survival saga units that are not here. Um, we have physical Kefless EZA, which is not here. So what are they going to start doing? They're going to start doing like these Frankenstein celebrations where we just like piece together the celebration with like a bunch of different parts from this one, some parts from this one, and it just becomes like this mess, right? That that's what's going to happen. So I, I actually have, have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, imagine in January you get Super Vegeta, then part two LR Genemo with the universe, like the universe spiral saga <laughs> EZAs. It's so random, right? And it's so just unneeded, unnecessary. Uh, they should, honestly, at this point, if they're just going to mess stuff up like this, I feel like some players would just prefer to have it follow the same exact schedule, but be a few months behind, rather than get some stuff forward or first, like, you know, like the Heroes content, maybe, um, or stuff like that. It just really, like, if God Goku and Hit doesn't release now, they're probably not going to release until February, because they still have to release LR Janemba as well. And imagine just them being pushed all the way back to February, and they're, they're released, like, eight months after they release in JP. It's just not a, a good thing. 
Can I also say that, isn't it funny that the same thing happened last year with the AGL Khalifla and the uh, Physical Kale where their EZA got pushed back for so long? Isn't it funny that the same, easy, the same set of characters are getting their EZAs pushed back? It's all the same thing we saw with Tech Jiren last year because Tech Jiren yeah, right. was delayed until I think like early January or late December or one of those times. So I, I think Janemba will probably come out around that time for global, but it's like, okay, now we've got Goku and Hit. Where, where, where are they? <laughs> like, uh, unless yeah. they're, again, unless they release them next week and then the week after we get another LR, it's just like, okay, uh, are, are you good? Like, what, 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 what's, the, what's the thought process behind this? I'd like to know. They're definitely backed in a corner because of that. Because, like, if they don't release that, the hit and the Goku, like you said, they are going to be pushed back into something that they've never been pushed back in before. And either way, it's going to cause some sort of chaos within the global Dokkan community, I think. It's going to cause some sort of issue with all players. And I want to say, I do think, I, I, I do think actually it's more likely that they do come because of the Blue Kalkin, Goku, and Tech Hit Dokkan events. They're going to be up daily uh, when Tech Hit comes out. So unless they brought those Dokkan events out, which are meant to be for the LR and don't drop the LR for some reason, they should be coming out at that time uh, and they're just hiding them, um, which would be fine, you know, but except that, like Resh said, if they do still want to do the double rates banned at the same time there's gonna be two lr banners like a week apart and it's gonna be very very odd and then global also is gonna have the christmas banner which will most likely be you know the banner the tanamata one where taigojita was in um during the tanamata celebration like the one with like the six year anniversary lrs that one still has to come probably again by the 25th so what there's gonna be basically like three kind of lr banners like back to back to back consecutive three weeks in a row that's just uh that's a lot <laughs> It's going to be a very uh, busy Christmas season when it comes to Global Dokkan, that's for sure. If they do release this LR hit in Goku uh, and the EZAs, I think it's going to be very difficult. But they could even like extend the little bit of time frame, but even then it's still going to conflict super heavy with the normal release schedule that I think that they won't do that. I truly think that, to, you know, in essence, they're going to try and maximize profits in some way, shape, or form and release just a bunch of units and hope that people summon on every single banner, which I don't think oh, is going to happen. Dude. I don't think anybody is going to summon on every single banner, and it's just going to be it's going to be a massive loss on their end, in my opinion. I, I, think, I think it's such... even I'm, I'm thinking purely from their standpoint, too. As a business, it just seems like a terrible business decision because you even think back to what we're going through right now with the celebration. Mm -hmm. Would you want to release Kale and Khalifa now when you know nobody's going to care? Or would you rather release Kale and Khalifa in December when people are not going to summon, but then you have like four other banners dropping anyway? I think it makes much more sense from a business standpoint to release Super Vegeta now because mm -hmm. people will summon. And then next month, people, you know, will recuperate a little bit, have some more time to save up and, you know, Christmas money and whatever. And then they'll be able to summon on, you know, whatever banner drops in December. I mean, again, there's going to be like two or three. So. I think just shifting the Count Khalifa banner to December when you know that nobody's going to care about them, like newsflash, um, would have been a much better business decision for them. Yeah, and it's very surprising that they even went to that, like went to Count Khalifa. I honestly thought they were going to go Super Vegeta because of the fact that Super Vegeta is as good as it is. It would line up pretty well for just in general what's going on. And the fact that, you know, He's a character that a lot of people like in general. Like, obviously, we see the thing with the final flash and everything. But it was very strange that they went with the Kale Khalifa. The only connection is with the Christmas banners. But even still, like, it makes no sense to put Kale and Khalifa on, like, here. And then, like, literally compact all your banners. Because not only do we have Tanabata to worry about, but we also have the New Year's, you know, uh, step-up banners to worry about, too. Like... I don't know. Like, I really don't think it was a good business decision on their end as well. I think this is something that they should have really thought about way before they decided, okay, let's just do it. It's because I think this is going to end up as a big L on Global Dokkan. So, Tystra, are you, are you actually sad that Akatsuki didn't release Super Vegeta now? Would you, would you summon for him, like, until you oh, get him? Absolutely. Before... Yeah? I, I would absolutely summon for Super Vegeta. I think he's great. I think it's a great unit. Yeah. Um, but then, but then I go for every single Dokkan Fest, so it's like, no matter what, whether it was the scale Khalifa, whether it was Super Fujita, whether it was, you know, freaking Dr. Wheelow as a global first, I would have summoned regardless. 
Um, yeah. But in the sense of the free-to-play player, like, that's saving their stones. Like, either way, the banner that is before, like, the big stuff that happens with Tanabata and step-ups, honestly, like, they'll skip either way. But I still think for the people who aren't free-to-play that would have summoned, Super Fujita would have been the best bet compared to mm. Kale and Khalifla. Yeah, right, right, right. So let's go back to Elagot, Goku and Hit real quick. And yeah, they are in the discussion of being the best extreme class LR in the game. So I want to know from you guys and yeah, with one quick answer. Um, yeah, who are you most hyped about? Ella Janemba or Elagot, Goku? Tyson, are you going first? I think I might get a lot of hate for this, but I want LR Janimba just because I like Janimba as a character more. Um, the the Goku and the Hit are amazing, and the, I would honestly say like they're very, very good. But for me, I also like to collect because of the characters I like, and I always like Janimba's design, so I would, I would be more excited for Janimba, personally. Mm. Minato? I mean, I have Janimba, so I guess technically it's just God, Goku, and Hit <laughs> um, uh, in terms yeah, of which ones I want. But yeah. uh, I, either way, I'd be more excited for God, Goku, and Hit because, again, it's another mm. dual LR that I've been waiting for for, like, such a long time. And they've been doing a lot of these units that I've just been waiting for, like uh, the Tech 17 and 18, God, Goku, and Hit, and then maybe we'll get another LR Future Gohan uh, slash Future Trunks unit maybe soon for JP, which is another unit I've been wanting, so... I've been happy. I've been happy recently, so I would definitely love to get that unit. And Gorish, what do you think? Uh, definitely more excited for God Goku and Hit. Um, I think they're the best floater in the game. Like, not even close. Mm. Um, yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not like a giant Janemba hater. I think he's cool. Um, I think that uh, his utility is definitely very high. Uh, I'm definitely not the biggest Janemba fan, though, in terms of how they uh, designed this one. Um, just this might be an unpopular opinion. I'm not really a, I don't know. Really he's like the undisputed god of the game or anything like that. Um, but he's cool. I mean, the ability to nullify key base supers. I think it's what a high chance. Um, and then he builds up in slots one and two with guard. I mean, he's he's cool. He's 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 definitely not like a bad unit. But Gago can hit is a different level to me. Yeah, exactly. Like I I haven't pulled them unfortunately, but I'm going to get two copies of them when they are in the shop, like in fifty years. On JP, I don't know. <laughs> Probably six, well, six six months, I think. Actually, so, I, I they've they've kind of sped up how fast LRs are coming into the shop. Yeah, I remember they have. even on Global, like Tapion and Minosha were in the shop like four months after they came out, which is pretty fast. Uh, the yeah. in Goku and Piccolo are already on the JP shop uh, on the last mm. banner, so I'm presuming like the next banner. Uh, Probably for the anniversary, I, I would expect them to be on the banner, uh, the Yellow Coin shop, which would be cool. Yeah, like people are always asking, like, who should I get with the gold coins? Uh, so, what are your recommendations this time? I mean, for uh, go on. No, go. You can go. I was gonna say for JP, the next time it's going to be, uh, we're gonna get the yellow coin shop. Would be again probably then the anniversary. So at that point, you know, probably gotta go good hit. Uh, for JP would be the best unit to pick up on the next banner, just because I feel like they're probably just the better yellow, the best yellow coin LR we have so far. Another good option maybe would be actually you know another unit actually they probably won't be available then uh the exchange vegeta and goku and the krillin and gohan will probably be available actually so in that case the uh the vegeta slash goku whenever they return would be the best option until hey and god goku come out this this question is so subjective because it just completely depends on your box like who like how am i like, like are you gonna pick up agl kale and khalifa or like I don't know, like physical, like angel Vegeta. Like I, I don't, <laughs> it's impossible for me to tell you, but just from a pure value standpoint, I still think like, um, STR Broly is super, super high up just because he links up so well with like a lot of the, the normal Saiyan LRs that you're always running. Um, and just, he's, he's really good. So I, I, if I had to pick one, I'd probably say STR Broly. Yeah, I definitely have to say STR Broly is one, uh, AGLKO Khalifa is still very good with how long they've been out. Um, and honestly, like, yeah, it, it is very subjective when it comes to your box. Like for me, uh, my choices for what I would need for yellow coins are either Angel Fujita or even the physical Broly Chilai Lemo. Like I still have yet to pull them. Um, mm. So it, it's really subjective on what you need. But if you're like fresh account, you know, and you 
you get 500 coins without getting a single LR, which somehow is surprising. I don't know how you would do it. But if you do that and you need something, I would definitely say STR Broly is one and uh, AGLKL Khalifa is, is another one. But let me tell you, Tristra, I know LR Broly, Sheila Lamo are one of the favorite units from, from Goresh and they're fun, but don't invest 500 coins for them. Jesus Christ, please. It's, it's all about the... The Chilai's assets, you know, like I just the assets of the whole entire thing is just fantastic. Uh, uh yeah, I, I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yeah. With that said, uh, we want to move on to the next segment, but yeah, Chad, we need your help on this. So please prepare your questions. Do you have any questions for us for about Doka and about the podcast, whatnot? Um, yeah, go ahead and ask them. We are happy to answer them right away after the break so yeah prepare your questions and we'll be back right away all right we are back with episode 62 of 59 gaming's doka metal podcast called global chaos and here yeah, we are back with the question segment but yeah before we jump into that i would like to thank hakaishin beerus for the tier one sub and of course our dude Tystra for the gift subs at the very beginning. So yeah, thank you very much for your support. It really helps us. And yeah, as you can see on the screen, Minato has a new profile picture. So um, there you go. Is that so, the Ortho Kage? Pog up, <laughs> gamers. <laughs> I, like I literally have no idea about Naruto. Like seriously, like. In Germany, they call Sasuke Zazuke. Like, it's, it's really stupid. And then I was like, no, I will not watch this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay, so let's not waste any more time and go into the question. Thank you very much for asking us today's questions. And we will start with the first one. Do you think, do you guys think GT is possible for New Year's or 7th anniversary? We had one GT celebration in 2021 and then nothing. So, yeah, Gorish, what do you think? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, the, the big thing with GT, right, is, is the, the fusing Super Saiyan 4s, right? That's what everyone wants to see. So at some point, we will get that. Is it possible? Yes. That's, that's my answer. Yeah. So, what do you think? Who who would be featured on on this Duel Dokkan Festival? Like fusing Gogeta and Omega, fusing Gogeta, and then the banner unit would definitely be Oob, right? It has to be. Um, mm -hmm. And then for and then for I guess a, a transforming Sin into Omega, and then the banner unit is like Ice and maybe Nova. like a yeah Ice and Nova dual unit. That'd be cool. Yeah, Minato, what do you do you think? Good. I mean, I kind of agree with that. I mean, fusing super, fusing super Saiyan for Gogeta is really the reason that everyone keep a, keeps asking for uh, like an LR dual Dokkan Fest GT celebration. Let's be honest here, um, and you know, I think like uh, Uber would be very very cool. Uh, I think we can get a new Pan unit as well. Uh, would be nice, like a support type unit Pan, Ice Nova dual unit. I feel like their super attack could look pretty cool and. I actually personally really like villain units too. So an uh, Omega Shenron, a brand new one for like a villain unit type esque like based unit would be very cool in my opinion. So I would be mm. excited for it. I think it's definitely possible, um, but there's a lot of possibilities as well. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and last but not least, Tystron. I think? honestly think y'all need to put some respect on the Par Par brothers. Okay, y'all keep throwing them out of the <laughs> equation, and I think that they are the best. Villain in GT. No, I'm kidding. But um, no, I I could definitely I could definitely get behind that as well. Um, it's possible for GT to have uh the seventh anniversary or the New Year's celebrations. I mean, I could honestly see like something along the lines the same as like you know when we had the Blue Bros come out. You know, you could do a Super Saiyan Four Vegeta and Super Saiyan Four Goku team up. Uh, you could even do a fused into Gogeta, and then you could do uh Sin into Omega, like they were saying before. Um, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibilities, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. You just said power power, brother. So like real quick, what, how would the, the passive be structured? What do you expect from a unit like that? If it would ever come out, they would be an SBR unit and they would be a noise, the enemy team into a win. And then you just be SBR completely. Okay. Yeah, Sounds you'd be every, you'd be every stage by doing one stage. 
That's how good okay. they would be. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's move on to the <laughs> next question. <laughs> what unit do you think needs a new Dokkan Fest but has one already? So I'll go first here. Standalone Super Vegito. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, Koreshi, <laughs> the next. <laughs> uh, Piccolo. Uh, Piccolo. Either Piccolo from the Raditz fight or Piccolo from... Well, I mean, okay, Piccolo from the Raditz fight is, is I guess, going to be a separate character from Piccolo from the the, the the World Tournament, the Ma Junior fight, right? I guess that would be its own Dokkan event. I guess, it, would it be separate? I think it would be, probably, because they, they classify Ma Junior as a separate unit. Uh, but yeah, Piccolo from the, uh, the Raditz fight, I think deserves another one. Mm. Yep. Minato? I would say uh, the Universe 6 fight of Blue Cow Ken Goku. I really would like to see just a brand new card with like new active school voice animation of him saying, Times 10, ah, you know, screaming and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be right, pretty exciting. Right. And Tyson? Um, The only one that I could really come that comes to mind besides Piccolo would be Jiren, I would say. Um. I think STR Jiren kind of aged a little bit. It's not terrible, but mm -hmm. I would definitely like to see a new Jiren card in the sense of mm -hmm. giving it actual justice and making it like, you know, super hype. So, yeah. Yeah, as for my answer, like, obviously, I'm well aware that we have a lot of Gogetas and Vegitos, but yeah, um, the, the, the physical Super Vegito is just bad. He needs an easy A, and the AGL one, well, he already aged, like his easy age, so I would like to see a new standalone Super Vegito, not a fusing one. Mm. But yeah, obviously we need like diverse characters. But well, as we know, our community, they will complain anyway. So uh, yeah, let's, let's just move on to the next question. And yeah, the next one is, do you think Global Dokkan is getting rainbow tickets for a Christmas banner? So yeah, Gorish, what do you think? Yes. Man, a few words, huh? <laughs> I mean, because it's the same thing that they did with JP, right? They gave you the tickets on JP for the... It was the Tanabata banner, um, which is basically that's the global equivalent of the Christmas banner. So, uh, yeah, I, I think they will. I agree. I mean, I don't see a reason why they wouldn't. Uh, if they don't, then maybe... Like, the only reason I see that they wouldn't is that that banner also gives tickets, but I don't see why they wouldn't just give those free 21 tickets anyways, because... Wouldn't make sense otherwise, in my opinion. It would it would keep the uh, global base playing every day. I know that some people just log in, but you know, I believe you had to like actually do some stages to actually play, and that's just extra traffic on their game. So yeah, I think that they'll do it too. Yep, I I agree as well. We we saw those during the anniversary, uh, and if if the guy who asked the question uh, means the same tickets, but uh, yeah. I, I do think so too. Okay, for the next question. With all the fighters and Kekoad references Dokkan's been doing, do you think Anniversary could be Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta and Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta with their dramatic finishes? Well, they buffed like the crossover category big time. So, yeah, Gorish, what do you think about that? Definitely yes. possible. Um, I am going to go ahead and say I don't think they would do two of the same character during the Anniversary. Um, mm. So I would say, I don't think it's gonna happen. But it's not like if, if it did happen, I wouldn't be like surprised by it, right? I mean, I would agree. It's because like they haven't ever really done a dual Dokkan Fest of two of the same characters. I from the top of my head, like not saying that they can do it, but I feel like they would like kind of prefer doing two different characters, or like you know, like Gogeta and Vegeta, or Gogeta and Broly, rather than double Gogetas, but that would be a very, very exciting anniversary for many people, so I would be down for it. So maybe I'm the only one that's confused about this. Um, did they actually do a Kakarot reference, like, with a unit in Dokkan? Or am I, am I just confused here? Oh. Well, so, some of the super attacks, like the one, one from Fusing Super Vegito, the STR, uh. like the 18 key, um, yeah. Has has some Kakarot in it, and if I'm not mistaken, like Goresh knows that better than me. Um, but yeah, his counter animation was from Kakarot. Gotcha. Uh, the the, okay. the beginning part of the 18 key also, where he's like flying towards the screen, is also directly from there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I I haven't finished Kakarot, so I had no idea to be honest. I was just like, oh mm. wow, this animation is really cool. Um, I mean, 
Yeah, but at the same time, I don't think again, as they as everybody else said, I don't think they're going to do two of the same character that that honestly would. Uh, that that would defeat the purpose of having different banners. You might as well just say they're the same, except for one's a Super Saiyan 4, one's a Super Saiyan Blue. I would honestly say, if anything, if they do something like that, they might do super and extreme and they'll probably put one of the extreme or bad guys, quote unquote, into the other banner and have their dramatic finish instead. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible with Dokkan at this point. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the final question for today. And that is, Dokkan always releases a new mechanic of features like equips, revivals, and so on during the anniversaries. What would you want to see for the upcoming anniversary? Go rush. Um, I wouldn't really want to see anything new. I would just want to see complete revisions and upgrades of existing stuff. Like, for example, I'm a really, really, really big hater of the skill orb system. I think it's just a terrible system. I think it's the worst thing in the mm -hmm. game, honestly, besides the friend system. So if they can go back and revamp a lot of those things that just don't work, then I, I would be completely fine with that rather than them just doing new stuff. Um, I think they will do something new just because that's what makes money, right? Um, but I, that's what I would like to see. If, if, if I had to choose something new, um, maybe something that's um, an innovation for like a new leader skill mechanic where instead of just getting like a new category every single time we get a Dokkan Fest, we end up getting like, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast though, but it's like you, know, you have a leader skill and then you have like a sub leader skill. And then if you have characters that are on both, you get like an extra boost or something like that. That's probably what I would choose without thinking about it too much. But yeah, I would prefer if they just like fixed stuff that's bad in the game instead of focused on new stuff. I would agree. Like something like, you know, maybe uh, an equip like combining system where you could take all those like level one equips you're never going to use, combine them maybe, and then get like stronger equips and then build up to those getting those stronger equips. So that like a lot of the like skill or summonings that you do from chain battle, like imagine getting top 1% chain battle and you're like, okay, finally I got this top 1% score. It ends, you do your summons and you get like nothing <laughs> it feels you like mean kinda... you mean you mean me for the past four chain battles yeah <laughs> basically uh i think that would be very very good and something that a lot of people i feel like would want um in regards to a new mechanic i think something that could be cool is like maybe a unit that exchanges back and forth multiple times instead of like you know a unit that exchanges once and then you don't they stay like that for the rest of the battle and maybe they do different things based on who it is like you know something thinking about that um is the goku and vegeta that came on legends recently like you know how they kind of do some different things compared to one another so that depending on the situation you choose who you want and you could kind of like you know maybe goku's more defensive vegeta's more offensive stuff like that i think could be really interesting in the game i would say for me personally like instead of doing something new i want them to like like these guys said, revamp a little bit because there's so many different mechanic or mechanics that we have in the game that either don't get a lot of love, need some sort of rehashing, or just give us a little bit more to it. Like one mechanic that comes to mind is the exchange system. I think that when it comes to the exchange units, we could use a little bit more of those instead of just transformation units, even though that's basically what they are. But in essence, they're a little different. It, it changes the unit almost completely. Um, I would like to see more of that. Definitely the equips need some sort of like rehashing. Um, I actually love the idea that Monado just put out there about uh, combining old uh, skill orbs and being like, okay, now you can combine them into better skill orbs and make them, you know, much more usable. I think that's a wonderful idea. Um, but other than that, like, I really don't want to see anything like brand spanking new with the system i would like to see them make the systems that they have better and flashier in that sense like update our friend system update our equipped update you know some exchange units make you know just make little changes that are going to be more beneficial to the game than having an incomplete system and then making a new one Okay, yeah, thank you very much, guys, for answering those questions. And with that, we have arrived to the end of episode 62 called Global Chaos. And yeah, thank you very much, Goresh, Tystra, and Minado for attending today's podcast. And yeah, as for you in the chat, um, don't 
turn off the stream just yet or well you can take a short break because Gorash, as far as I can recall, will be back very, very soon with Dragon Ball the Breakers, right? Yeah, uh, we're going to get the group together. I think we're going to have some different people on this time. Uh, this is a session, same as yesterday, going through 9 p.m. So in 15 minutes from now, we're going to be playing for around four hours. So, yeah. Yeah, very, very cool. And just as a heads up for you guys, uh, we are like preparing a feedback form for the Dokkan Battle podcast. And it should be out like for the next episode. So yeah, we would greatly appreciate your feedback. We would like to improve the Dokkan Battle podcast. So yeah, definitely make sure to follow us on Twitter. We will announce that feedback form there. And yeah, as I said, thank you very much for attending today's podcast. And I wish you guys a good night, good morning, wherever you live. Have a good time. See you soon.